Okay, so we're learning today from mitzvahs. It's nice to get back, you know, food also. It's good. Everyone should enjoy. All right, so learning Sefer Mitzvahs. Again, as we, as we do this, we're learning a mitzvah both in, in halach a little bit and then in machshava. And what's one of, my favorite thing, one of my favorite things in learning is to take like a topic which is obscure, which is not, doesn't seem practical or relevant too much, especially nowadays, but to show how it's, uh, it's actually very relevant. All right, so in the Sefer Mitzvahs that you have... Yeah, so up to Mitzvah Sama. Mitzvah Sama, it's, in, uh, it's on page Nun Beis in these editions. Now, a little bit of a background before we read the Rambam inside. You don't have this in front of you, but let's read the Pasuk that this Mitzvah, following Mitzvah, is coming from. It's a Pasuk in Parshish Emmer. The Pasuk says, That if an animal, uh, an ox, a sheep, a goat, an animal is born, The first seven days it should spend with its mother, after seven days, eight days and on, it's fit for a carbon. So this is the halacha, this is the mitzvah we're going to be learning, which is that if you want to bring a carbon, the animal has to be at least eight days old. You cannot bring a carbon if it's less than eight days. That's the mitzvah. It's in halacha, it's called the halachas of mechusar's man. That uh, an animal, if it's mechusar's man, if it's deficient in age, if it's less than eight days old, you can't bring it as a carbon. That's the, uh, that's the pasuk. So let's see it together inside in the Rambam. Again, Mitzvah Samach. The Raman writes, Mitzvah Samach, the 60th positive Mitzvah, Shetzi Vana, that we were commanded, Shayyia Kol Karban Shanakriv, that every carbon that we bring, then Abahema, that are of animals, Ben Shmoina Yomim Oyoiser. It should be at least eight days old and, or older. Veloipachis, but not less than eight days. Vizuhi Mitzvah's Mechusser's Man Begufa. This is described in Chazal as the Mitzvah of Mechusser's Man Begufa, an animal that's deficient, that's, it's too young in its body, it's physically too young to be brought as a carbon. And the sources of Pasuk I read, that for seven days it should be by its mother. From eight days and on, it should be fit for a carbon if you want. There's a different Pasuk that repeats this mitzvah as well in a little bit of a different language. It's another Pasuk. Seven days it should be with its mother again. Similar idea. This is, a, this is a principle with all carbonus. All carbonus of animals at least have to be eight days old. And the fact that the Pasuk says from eight days and on it's fit for a carbon. So this tells you that before eight days it's not fit for a carbon. Right? That's, the, that's the inference. Eight days, eight days and on it's good for a carbon. Meaning less than eight days it's not. So that's, but that's very clear so far that there's an iser of bringing a carbon less than eight days old. The Ram is going to say, so, if I, you know, so why am I counting this as a positive mitzvah? Right, we're, in the, we're in the listing of positive mitzvahs. This is a negative thing. Don't bring a carbon if it's not eight days. So that's a principle of that if you have a pasuk which is saying something positive, just the inference is something negative, it's counted in the positive category. So the pasuk of here says, after eight days you should bring it as a carbon, telling you before eight days don't. So even though it, it's a negative, don't bring it before eight days, but since that is told to us in a positive way, it's counted as a mitzvah. So lav is an asay. And that's why since it's, a, it's officially in the category of positive, 
So you don't get malchus. If a person, let's say, brings a carbon that's uh, of an animal that's less than eight days, you don't get malchus for it, even though you're doing something wrong, you're doing something wrong, but what you're doing wrong was told to us in a positive way. And therefore it doesn't have the status of a lav, which you get malchus, it has the status of a mitzvah. And therefore a person that brings a carbon less than eight days old, ain't a like it, you did something wrong obviously, but you don't get malchus. And that's a Gemara Chulun. The Gemara Chulun says such a thing. The Shamnam or the Gemara in fact says this language. That Mechusrzman is different than usual cases where you're doing something negative. Because the Torah connected it to something positive. Again, it never said in Chumash, don't bring an animal less than eight days. It says when it's older than eight days, now you can bring it as a carbon. So since the negative is only from an inference of something positive, so it's called the mitzvah. And the halachas of this, of this mitzvah is in, is in the Medrash and in Mesechus Vachim. So that's the, uh, that's the mitzvah of Mechus um, Rizman, of, uh, that every carbon has to be at least eight days old. Okay? Like I said, it's a mitzvah that, uh, you know, it's obviously relative, relevant for carbonus, not, not so much for us, unfortunately, right now. But as we'll see, it, uh, it actually is pretty relevant. So if you take a look at the Marmachimus, the first thing we'll discuss is what exactly is, is the issue with an animal less than eight days old. What exactly is the issue? Why can't it, bring a car- why can't it be a carbon less than eight days? What is this, what's the idea of needing to wait till it's eight days old? All right, so there's a Gemara in Shabbos. Marambaka number one, it's a Gemara in Shabbos. The Gemara in Shabbos is not talking about carbonus. It's talking about just any time you want to an animal to eat it for yourself. The Gemara says like this, Tanya, Rishim Gamliel Oimer. Roshim Gamliel said, Kol lamid If a baby is born after it's already 30 days old, ain't a nafel. Then it moves out of the category of a nafel. You know, nafel is a baby, that's a miscarriage. So the Gemara says that until a baby's 30 days old, you know, it's not, we're not sure whether it's, you know, whether it's uh, going to survive or not. And so after 30 days, that's already clear. It's 100% uh, a live baby, and there's no, there's no concern. That's 30 days by a person. That's why Pidna Ben is 30 days. You have to wait till 30 days. And says the Gemara, says And the same thing when it comes to an animal. If you want to eat an animal, then if, if an animal, it's in, if, it, if it's still a category of an if it's a, if, it's, if an animal's born, and there's still concern that it's not uh, a full term, that it's not a healthy animal, then it's not considered alive halachically. And therefore, if you shecht it and eat it, that's called eating like a dead animal. So says Rishim Gamliel, if you want to shecht an animal for your own personal usage, you have to also wait till after eight days. Eight days already, that's considered to be a full, you know, you could assume the baby's, the, the animal's healthy. Because of this idea that after eight days you can now bring it as a carbon. So says Rishim Gamliel, the same thing when it comes to any person, you know, shechting an animal for one's, for one's eating. You have to wait till eight days because until that point, you're not sure if the baby, if the animal, the calf will survive or whatnot. If it's, it might be a nafel, a nafel. So, in other words, what Rishim Gamliel is, is, is telling us is that this halacha of waiting eight days for bringing a carbon, it's not just for carbonus. It's even for any time you want to shecht an animal, you can't shecht it less than eight days. Because if it's less than eight days, you're not sure. It might not be a, it might not be a live animal. It might not have the status of being alive. So here, here's a, a, a couple qualifications that we have to learn before we dig deeper. The Gemara, the Gemara explains that really this concern 
of even, whether it be a baby, an, a human baby, or an animal baby, of not sure whether it's, uh, you know, a survivable, whether it's alive or not, so to speak, and you, therefore you have to wait 30 days for a person or eight days for an animal, that's only if you're not sure if the pregnancy was full term. The Gemara says, if you could be sure that the pregnancy was full term, then right away you assume the baby's healthy. There's no reason to, con to concern yourself otherwise. So the Gemara explains, so Roshim ben Gamliel's point, that by an animal, for example, you want to shecht it and eat it for yourself, but you have to make sure it's alive to do that. And therefore you have to wait eight days. Says the Gemara, that's only if you're not sure if it was a full-term pregnancy. If it was a full-term pregnancy, then day one you could eat it. Now, that's true when it comes to shechting an animal for your own personal benefit. However, when it comes to karbonis, it's black and white, it's a buskin chumish. You're not allowed to bring a carbon less than eight days. Even if you know that it was a full-term pregnancy. So here's the question that the Achrenim deal with. What's the reason for, wait, for having to wait eight days for karbonis? If the issue is because until eight days you're not sure if it's survivable, which is the reason why you have to eight, wait eight days when it comes to an animal that you want to eat, but if you know it's a full-term pregnancy, then that shouldn't be a concern anymore. So here's, again, this is the question. If you have to wait eight days to bring the, carbon, to bring the animal as a carbon, even if you know it was a full-term pregnancy, so presumably the animal is 100% healthy. So what's the reason to, to wait eight days? <clears throat> okay, so this is where it seems to be a machlekes, rishonim, and achreinim, what the, what the Indian of eight days is. One pshat, one pshat in the achreinim, as we'll see soon, is that it's, it has nothing to do with whether the baby's alive or healthy. It has nothing to do with that. It's, it's just a halacha in karbonis, that just as when it comes to animals to bring a carbon, it has to be without any blemishes. If you have an animal that's blind, it's healthy, it's, it'll survive, it's not an issue of, uh, it's not a dead animal, it's just blind. But that's not good for a carbon, it has to be tamim, it has to be complete, it can't be a balmum. So, one mahalach is, many achronim say, which is, that a baby that's less than eight days, that's considered a balmum. It's just a xerosakas, if it needs to be eight days old, if it's less than eight days, it has the status of a mum, it has the status of a, of a, of a blemished animal, maybe it doesn't have the full strength yet, or whatnot, we'll see soon. It has nothing to do with the fact whether it's survivable or not. It's, it's just its own halacha, that when it comes to a carbon, it has to be eight days old. Less than that, it's considered to be as if it's blemished. That's one malach. Another approach is that, no, no, no. This idea of having to wait eight days is, is because of a concern of it not being the status of a, hel of, a, of a live animal. Just like when it comes to shechting a carbon for your own personal benefit. I, when it comes to shechting a carbon for your own personal benefit, if it's full term, there's no concern. And over here, even if it's full term, you still have to wait eight days. So we're going to see soon that another possibility in that is, is that karbonis is different. When it comes to karbonis, we, we, don't, we don't allow ourselves to consider the animal alive and for sure healthy until it's eight days. So it's, it's, even if it's a full-term pregnancy, when it comes to kachin, we're machna. And we're concerned, even if it's a full-term pregnancy, we're concerned and we, have it, we give it the status of not of a nathal until it's eight days old. So again, in other words, this is basically what the question is. And you'll see soon how this is relevant. If an animal is less than eight days old, when it, and it's a full term, it was a full-term pregnancy, but Lamais, it's less than eight days old right now. How do we look at it vis-a-vis -vis Carbonus? Do we look at it as a live animal? 100% alive is just considered blemished for the time being. And that's why you can't bring it as a carbon? Or no. When it comes to carbonas, even if it's a full-term pregnancy, we look at it as if it's dead, as if it's not a live animal until it's eight days old. So that's the question. 
looking at an animal that's less than eight days old, Lagabi Carbonus, is it alive, just blemished, or is it would we look at it as if it's dead? That's the question. We'll see soon some nafkimins. So take a look at at Maramoka number three. Okay, we'll skip a little bit. Maramoka number three. <clears throat> what's a nafkimini between these two sides? A nafkimini between these two sides, again, an animal that's less than eight days, is it considered alive, just blemished? And that's why you can't bring it as a carbon? Or is the bechlal considered, it's like you're looking at a carcass, you're looking at a dead animal. A nafkimini could be as follows. You're not allowed to bring it as a carbon less than eight days, but let's say I sanctify it as a carbon. Does it even work? Could I be makdish, an animal, less than eight days old? I can't bring it as a sacrifice yet, but, what, but could I call it a chatas? Could I make it an oil? What's the difference? What's the, the question? If I'm looking at it, if it has the status of a dead animal, if I go over to a dead carcass and I say, this should be a chatas, it's meaningless, nothing happens. Nothing happens. If I look at an animal less than eight days old as a dead animal, then what? Then I can't be makdish it either. Nothing, I, I, I can't do it. Nothing's going to happen. If I say it should be a chatas, it should be an oila, absolutely nothing took place. It's not considered a live animal. It's a piece of meat. If, however, you look at an animal less than eight days old, it's a live animal. It's just blemished for the time being. Well, the halach is, if you, if you go to a blemished animal and sanctify it as a carbon, it works. You're not allowed to bring it as a carbon yet because it's blemished. But it does work. So if let's say I go, so th th this is a question. If I go to an animal less than eight days old and I sanctify it as a carbon, and then it turns eight days old, do I have to re-sanctify it or not? That's the question. I have to re be makdish it. If it was considered dead before eight days, then I have to do it again. Because nothing happened when I, when, I, when I made it a chatas younger than that. But if it was just blemished, and the blemish goes away after eight days, then fine. Then the, the kedusha that I gave it before kicked in. And it remains with it even after eight days. So that's the question. So this is the Machlekes Rishayim. If you take a look at Maramokan number three. Um, yeah, I'm sorry, number four. Let's go to number four. The Rambam is the Rambam in Hilchas Psuli Mizbeach. Through the Rambam talks about this halacha. The Rambam in Hilchas Psuli Mizbeach, it's paragimel halacha yud. The Rambam says, V'chein, ha-makdish zman. If a person goes to an animal, again, it's less than eight days old, and you're makdish it. You make it a chattis, an oil, a shlum, and whatever the case may be. Hareza kimakdish balmum. Says the Ramah Mefurish, it's the same thing as if you were being makdish, an animal that's blemished. Which means, either you did something wrong, you don't get malkis, but it does work. It does work. You were makdish it, it does work. You did something wrong because it's too young. You shouldn't have done it right now. But the hekdish kicks in. And after eight days, you can now bring it as a carbon. But the kedusha that you put on it, less than eight days, taka did work. Why? That's, that's the, the opinion of the Rambam. If you take a look at Maramaka number five, there's a Rashi in Meseches Bechayris, which holds not like that. Rashi in Bechayris, Tavchafalof on Mebez, writes, She'ein yochel lakdishon mechusar zman. You are not able to sanctify an animal as a carbon less than eight days. She'ein kedusha cholalem. Kedusha just simply does not work on them. You cannot make it into a carbon. So the Rambam says you could, in terms, you're not allowed to, but you can theoretically make a carbon Make an animal into a carbon less than eight days. Rashi says it simply doesn't work. What's the, so just to explain, what's the machlaik? It's again this nakuda. The Rambam understands, the Rambam's words are mafurish, that the animal less than eight days, we look at it as if it's a balmum. It's alive, but it's just blemished until it's eight days old. And so because of that, you could be makdish. It does work. It does kick in. It's not just a piece of meat. Rashi looks at an animal less than eight days, his mom is dead. It's a nathal. 
Although when it comes to your own personal eating, if it's a full pregnancy, we consider it alive. For Kurbanis, that's not enough. It has to be a full pregnancy and eight days old. And if it's less than eight days, it's considered a carcass, it's dead. And just hectic doesn't work, yeah. So the halach is, if I, if I'm, let's say, uh, there's different types of blemishes. Some blemishes are mum kavua, a, a, a mum that's not going anywhere, the animal's blind. And then there's such a thing as a mum ayver, a blemish which will pass. So the halach is, if I have an animal which has a blemish right now, but the blemish is going to go away with time, I could be makdisha right now. Again, I'm not allowed to, but I can technically be makdisha, and then when the blemish goes away, I could bring it as a carbon. So it's the same thing over here in the Rambam's view. That's the question over here, is what is it? Is it a live animal with a blemish, or is it b'chlal considered dead? It's a walking animal which is dead. There is such an idea, by the way, we find this in other places in halacha, where it's, it's a strange idea, where you have something, it's breathing, it's walking around, it'll kick you and it hurts, you know what I mean? But it's considered halachically dead. Uh, there's a halacha called the ben pakua. Ben pakua is, let's say you have, obviously to eat an animal, you have to shecht it, right? The halacha is, if let's say a, a, a cow is pregnant, and you shecht the mother, the baby inside is considered geshechted. It's considered shechted, it's considered mamish dead. It's walking around, it's eating, it's breathing and so on. It, it itself has children, it's considered dead. So it's a funny uh, sort of thing, uh, like a quirk in halacha, such a thing that you can have an animal that uh, medically alive, halachically is dead. So that's the, that's the opinion of Rashi over here, less than eight days, it's not considered alive when it comes to kachin. Yeah. So the truth is that's true. Everyone agrees, everyone does agree that there is an Avera of actually being Makdashit even less than eight days. The question is, Rashi would say you did something wrong and it also didn't even work. But everyone agrees that you're not allowed to bring it as a carbon less than eight days and you're not even allowed to make it a carbon less than eight days. The only question that we're dealing with right now in the Rambam and Rashi is whether or not it even works to make it as a carbon less than eight days. But you certainly did something wrong. That's for sure. That's for sure. So it, it depended what type of carbon. When, when it came to the carbonus atzibur, that Kala Yisrael had to bring in the Beis HaMikdash, Smishnais and Tomei, there was a specific location dedicated in the Beis HaMikdash to house X number of, X number of animals just to be there. There was, there was a standard amount of, let's say, three days worth of Tomids, three days worth of animals that you would need from the Beis HaMikdash. On any given day, there was about three days worth of animals there. And there was to be a constant rotation, you know, you constantly keep that quota up. But as a personal farmer, you know, usually it wasn't like that. They would, usually what happened was there were, there were farmers in Yerushalayim or in the surrounding areas of Yerushalayim that raised unblemished pure animals. And if you were, if you were a guy uh, from Tel Aviv, I don't know, you know, you need to bring a carbon, you would go to Yerushalayim and you would usually buy a carbon from the, from the people in that area. So usually, usually it wasn't people bringing their own carbon, their carbonists. They would usually find people in Yerushalayim selling, whether it be animals, birds, even flour, and so on. That's usually how it happened. Again, you could theoretically, but it's, uh, you, usually, because they would have, they would have, they would have mashkichen, uh, basically. You know, in these areas, in the shuk in Yerushalayim, of, there, was, there was a special shuk where they would sell animals for kachim. And over there, there would be mashkichen, making sure that every animal was not blemished because the halachas of a blemished animal is it's complicated. And not every, you know, just because the animal looks fine doesn't mean it's good enough for a carbon. So we'd have to have a heksher and mashkichim was a whole, uh, I'm, sure, I'm sure there was many, many, many ashkachas, you know, uh, for that.
Right. It's interesting. So we, we, it, it's funny. We don't usually find a category like this. It's usually a blemish, usually something you could point to. Sometimes blemishes on their own will go away. But something like this is funny. This is where we're going to, in a few minutes, when we get to the Hasidus and the Panemius part, we'll see how in Panemius, how to make sense of this. Because it's one of those classic things that in halacha very often, okay, Rambam, Rambam Rashi, two different sheets, has nothing to do with each other. But then in Panemius, we'll see how they work in tandem. So we'll see Be'ez HaShem soon. One, yeah? Right. So... Right. That's a very good question. That's a very good question. The Achorim deal with that. And the Achorim say this is one of those, again, it's like a quirk. It's a weird example of a case of, of where you're doing something where the Avera is not so much what you're doing, but what you're trying to do. Because you're right. It's an excellent point. If, this, this, if according to Rashi, you can't make it a carbon yet, then even if you bring it as a carbon, you're not really bringing a carbon. You're bringing Chulun Bazara, which is its own issue. So really you're doing two things wrong. You're trying to bring a carbon less than eight days. You're trying to bring a carbon less than eight days, which is one Avera. And you're also actually just bringing a non kudshim animal in the base of Mikdash. Which, by the way, it's, it's not so clear whether Chulun Bazara is a Daraisa, whether it's Allah Sinai, maybe it's a Pasik, it's not clear. But in this case, it's a funny thing. Like in the Rambam, something actually happened. Like in the Rambam, if you take this animal, it's less than eight days, and you make it a carbon, now all the halachas of Me'ila kick in. I mean, you have to treat it as a carbon. And you don't have to remake it a carbon after eight days. But according to Rashi, Taka, nothing happened. So it's a, it's a chiddush. What's the of why it needs to So we, we haven't seen that yet. We don't know yet. It, we'll see in the Zayar. Maybe the Zayar will explain. Maybe. We'll see. But it's, uh, right now, it's just, it's just, right, right now it just seems like Xerus Akasov. That the level that it takes to make the animal considered to be alive is just higher standards when it comes to Kachem than, uh, individual, than, than, than for our personal use. Another nafkamina, I think, might be related to the following halacha. Marmokah number six. This is a Rambam right in the beginning of Hilchas Paraduma. It's Paraduma. The Rambam says like this, Mitzvah Paraduma, the mitzvah of a Paraduma is Shetiabas Sholoshonim Oibas Arba. A Paraduma, the halacha is, it has to be at least three years old or possibly even four and older. In other words, so far what we've seen is that the, the minimum age of a carbon is eight days. But the exception to that rule is actually a paraduma. Paraduma has to be at least three years old. Vimais is a cane. If it's, if it's older, then ksher it's also fine, but it, has to, it can't be younger than three years. Elosh Amamtinala says the Ram, it's not a good idea to wait till it's very old. Shematashchi, because then it might get black hairs with the apostle and become puzzle. So as soon as you can make a paraduma, it's good to do it, but it has to be at least three years old. Says the Rambam, so interesting. The Beis Hamikdash. How did a paraduma work? So you have a farmer in, uh, you know, I don't know, in, in the Gush or whatever it is, that he has, a, he finds a paraduma in his in his in his uh, in his flock. So the, the, he, you know, phones the Beis Hamikdash and tells them, I have a paraduma. So the Beis Hamikdash would go and they would purchase it on behalf of Kali. So they would use national money, right, collected from taxes. They would use that money to buy the calf from the farmer, and now it becomes owned by the Beis HaMikdash and becomes a paraduma. So the Rambam says the halacha is that the, the Beis HaMikdash is not allowed to purchase the calf also until it's three years old. So they can't buy it young and then just raise it themselves. They have to buy it only when it's three years old. 
Shenamar says the Ram, it's a specific halacha, lecha para. It says that you should buy for yourself a para, a cow, which is meaning when already when it's older, Vilayagal not a calf. That's the Ram. So Ram is saying that when it comes to buying a carbon, uh, a paradum, I'm sorry, the Beis Amigdash has to acquire it when it's older. And again, the source is a specific pasuk, v'yichoy lecha paradum. Maramaka number seven, the Ravid over there says not like that. The Ravid says, loy menashem uzeh, I agree to the halacha, that the Beis Amigdash is not allowed to purchase the paradum until it's older, but not because of some random, vague, exception to the rule pasuk of v'yichoy lecha paradum. Loy menashem uzeh, it's not because of that reason. Ella, the same halacha which says that you can't be makdish an animal and you can't bring a carbon less than eight days old. So for paraduma, eight days is extended to three years. So says the Raiva, the reason why the Beis Amigdash can't purchase a paraduma until it's three years old, it's not because of some random pasuk somewhere. It's the same halacha that you can't make an animal a carbon if it's less than eight days old. It's the same reason you can't make a paraduma a paraduma until it's three years old. The Zman of eight days is extended to three years when it comes to Paraduma. That's what he says. V'zukru yechata, so Paraduma is considered a carbon. Ukeshem she'im akdishin balas mum. And just like you can't sanctify an animal less than eight days because it's considered blemished. Kach e'im akdishin zman. So you can't be makdishin less than eight days uh, if it's missing time, if it's, if it's too young also. So it's interesting. The rivet comes with the Chiddush. <laughs> that not only are you not allowed to be makdish and bring a carbon if it's less than eight days old, that's the average carbon. A paraduma, less than three years old, has the same status as less than eight days old. So I'm not sure. I think that this is also dependent on this question. If the concept of less than eight days old is, of course it's alive. It's alive. It's just blemished. Then I, I, I could be, a, you have all the right to disagree with me, it's just what I, I think. I think that if you look at less than eight days old as just a blemish, then you can make the argument, okay, a paraduma less than three years old is considered blemished for paraduma purposes. If, however, the concept of less than eight days is just determining what's considered alive, and by kachin, by carbonus, we're more sensitive, we're more cautious about whether the animal is really survivable or not, then to say that a paraduma is considered dead until it's three years old, I don't know, to me it's a little bit hard. I would venture to say that to, to say that less than eight days is extended to three years for a paraduma, it's not because less than three years is considered dead by this red cow. Like red cows are more weak than live cows. I mean, if the concept of eight days by regular carbon is because until it's eight days, like, it's you know it's still shvach. It, it might not be 100% survivable. We're not we're, and and we're super sensitive to the health concerns of the animal when it comes to kachim. So you tell me what if it's a red cow? Uh, we're not sure until three years. It's a little bit unlikely to me. I don't know. To me, it feels more that when it, if you look at it in terms of a blemish, okay, then you could say kzerasakasov, kzerasakasov. Until it's three years, it's considered not fully mature, and a non-mature animal is considered blemished. But to say that until it's mature, it's considered dead. It's a little bit hard to say. So to me, it's, it's, it's possible, that, uh, it's most likely that the, Ram, that the Ravid is assuming that less than eight days is considered a blemish, and the blemish is being extended to three years by a paraduma. And in fact, the Ravid does say that. The Ravid calls this a balmum. He says that you're not allowed to sanctify it less because it's a balmum. So to me, that's where the idea is coming from. But anyway, Akopanim, this is the, the general question. This idea of not sanctifying and bringing a carbon less than eight days, is it because it's alive, just blemished, or is it considered dead for kachin? That's the question. Now, you know, if it, you have to be three years and eight days, or just 
No, so the eight days is included, that's for sure. But uh, that's the Chiddush of the Raiva, that, that when it comes to Paraduma, the eight-day status is extended to three years. And so that's where I'm thinking that to extend from eight days to three years, specifically by this type of animal, it's unlikely that it's because of uh, concern that it's actually not alive. It's probably more, more concerned because it's considered blemished. A Paraduma is considered blemished until it's a full, mature, strong animal. Okay, what's the panemius of this? So again, when it comes to halacha, we're learning this. And like, okay, it still doesn't do with us, you know. Now let's, let's take a look at the Zoyar Kaddish in Parsha Zemar, and we'll see how it extends to us. The Zoyar Kaddish is talking about this idea that, again, a carbon has to be eight days old. And the Zoyar makes, makes an observation that eight days is significant, right? It's a bris milah, right? You can't, also it's a bris milah after eight days. So the Zoyar connects the two. The Zoyar says like this. The Zoyar says that the same reason, I'll tell you outside a little bit first, then we'll see inside. The same reason says the Zoyar that a baby has to have a bris after eight days, only after eight days and not before. The same reason why a carbon is only brought after eight days and not before. Which is, so the Zoyar says the reason why a bris meal is eight days is because we need the baby to experience a Shabbos. We need the baby to experience a Shabbos to allow it to have the bris meal. So too when it comes to an animal. In order for the animal to be a carbon, it has to experience a Shabbos. Shabbos is the, Shabbos is the key. Shabbos is the key to brismila, and Shabbos is the key to bringing the animals a carbon. Sapis. So let's take a look at the Zayr. Zayr in Parsha Zemmer. Tochazi. Come and see. Barnash de Yisyalit. Says the Zayr, when a baby is born, when a child is born, loy ismane elechelo dileela, spiritual strength of the neshama of the baby does not enter into the child ad disgazer until it has a brismila. In other words, when a baby is born, obviously it's a yid, it's the baby's a yid, so it has a neshama of a Jew. But the way the Kabbalah Sarm explain it is that the neshama of the baby, it's sort of makif, it's hovering over the baby. It's not really, the baby is not able to sort of access its spiritual strength until it has a bris milah. So until the bris milah, the baby has a human soul, it has a, obviously it's, it, it's a human being, so it's alive with, with, with a human energy. But a divine energy of the neshama, it doesn't have access to until it has a bris milah. Kivin desgazer, says the Zohar, once it has a bris milah, now there's an awakening of its spiritual kaychas of the neshama, and now it's, uh, it has access to its, to its nishmas Yisrael. That's when it comes to a Jew, that's when it comes to a person. That the person starts off basically just human, not really accessing his neshama. After the bris milah, now you can begin to access it. And the Zohar goes on, that there's a certain level that it could access until it's after the bris milah, until it starts learning Torah. When the baby, when the child starts learning Torah, it can access more of its neshama. And then when it comes bar mitzvah and married, and at the age of twenty and thirty and forty, all the different ages, all just different demarcation points of when the person is able to access more of their neshama. That's the but but the neshama bechlal is only accessible at a certain level after the bris milah. Until the bris milah, the person's alive as a human being, but that level of nishmas yisrael it can't really access it. Avul behemadisyalad. Now, an animal is a little bit different. A behem is different. Behemadisyalad. Once a be animal is born, bahi shaytadisyaladis. Once a behema is born, at that moment, hahu chaladis labasayfa. All the kaychas that an animal will eventually ever have is labashaytadisyaladis. It has when it's born, right? A behem is not. Uh, there's no growth. There's no uh, spiritual growth and elevation a behema has. Whatever behem is going to be, it is already. So now the zara says, okay. So now let's explain why the baby, the, the baby child, the, the, for the bris and for a carbon, it has to experience a Shabbos. It has to be by its mother for seven days. 
the ginless, yashva behuchel v'skayim be, because whatever koiches the baby has right now, it's human koiches. Again, before the bris mila, it's only human. It doesn't have access to nishmas Yisrael yet. But whatever it has, or the behemah for that matter, whatever level of spirit the behemah has when it's born, even when it has it when it's born, it's not misyashev. It's not, it doesn't solidify. It's not rooted. It doesn't, it doesn't settle into the baby or to the animal until Shabbos. Until Shabbos. He says, begin It has to spend seven days by the mother, whether it be the baby or the animal. It has to go through a Shabbos. Begin In order that the strength that it has, the human strength or the animal strength, should be able to solidify, to sort of take, take root. And what's the trick to let the kaiches sort of settle in and to really, you know, sort of sink into the person or the animal? When it experiences a Shabbos. If it doesn't experience a Shabbos, then the, the kaiches are not, they're not, they haven't taken root yet, they're not settled in. And even by the human being, by the baby, by experiencing a Shabbos, the, the human kaiches that it has when it's born, sort of again, it, 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 it settles into the person. And now it could then move on to the next level by the bris, accessing Nishmas Yisrael. So what the Zara Kaddish is telling us is a Mardigah thing, is that Shabbos is a day where kaiches, where you, where you absorb your kaiches. Like, the question is, like, what, what the Rabbanu Shalom created the world in six days, right? And he rested on the seventh. What does it mean to rest on the seventh? Well, the Rabbanu just sat back and did nothing. The Gemara says that there was something missing in creation, and that was called Menucha. Ba Shabbos, Ba Menucha. The Rabbanu Shalom created rest on Shabbos. What does it mean? What does it mean to create rest? Rest is nothing. You're not doing something. What does it mean to create rest? Menucha of Shabbos doesn't mean not to do anything. The Menucha of Shabbos means to absorb everything that you've accomplished in the previous week. Throughout the six days of the week, we do a lot of mitzvahs, we learn, we do chesed, v'chulu v'chulu, we do a lot of things, but it's all hovering. The kaiches, all the ruchnias dika accomplishments that we've done during the week are gewaldic, but they, 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 it needs time, it needs something to allow it to, to sort of just ab- become absorbed in our bloodstream. That's what Shabbos is. Shabbos is a time where you absorb the kaiches that you've amassed, that you've, uh, that you've earned over the six days of the week. Ba Shabbos, ba menucha. That's where the word menucha comes to the word nach, which means to rest. Nach nafsheh. There's a certain, what's resting on Shabbos? Not you. The, everything you've amassed is resting. It comes to, its, comes to its resting place. It settles within you. If a person didn't have Shabbos, lo leinu, then you're just rushing from one accomplishment to the next, but it, it, it's not absorbing. There needs to be a time of absorption. And says the Zayar, this is true on a ruchnistic level for each one of us on Shabbos. And this is true specifically for a newborn baby. That the, 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 literally, life itself needs, needs time to become absorbed. The animal as well. And once the things are absorbed, now we can move on to the next stage. To have a bris milah, it can be brought as a carbon. So in other words, an animal less than eight days old, is it alive? Is it blemished? What is it? Well... Zara, the way Zara puts it, it's kind of somewhere that connects all these different possibilities. Of course it has all the kaiches of life, but those energies of life that it has, has not been absorbed in the animal yet. So this is where Rashi and the Ramah are both right. Rashi looks at the animal less than eight days and says, it's dead, it's not alive. And the Ramah says, what are you talking about? Of course it's alive. It's just not healthy yet. What is it? Well, the answer says the Zayar, it has all of the kaiches of life, but it hasn't absorbed those kaiches yet. 
So in terms of, it, of its absorption, it's dead. But, but it has everything that it needs to, 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 to be alive. So this is where it's like a little bit of a, of a funny scenario where the Rambam and Rashi are just looking at it from different perspectives. From the perspective of absorbed life, it's dead. But from the perspective of it does it have a life, is there life hovering through it and around it? Of course it has a life. It's just blemished because it hasn't absorbed it yet. Th that's the question over here between Rashi and the Rambam. How do you look at an animal that's alive but hasn't fully absorbed its kaiches yet? Is it blemished or is it not alive? And, it's, it's, and they're both true. They're both true. Halach Lamaisa, what this means for us in Avadis Hashem, that's what Shabbos is, to appreciate Shabbos. Shabbos is a time where we absorb our kaiches. By the way, I'll just end with this, uh, just a good kavanah to have. What point in Shabbos in particular does a person absorb their kaiches? <clears throat> so the one time in, in the Svarnak tradition we're taught that the one particular time of Shabbos that's very strong in absorbing the kaiches of the past week is by Musaf, by Kedushas Kesser, when we say Shema Yisrael. When we say Shema Yisrael, by the Arizal taught, that's the time over all of your Avaidah over the past week becomes uplifted and Shabbistic. It becomes settled in, it becomes Shalim at that moment. That's why a person, when, when you're saying Shema Yisrael by Kedushas, that whole Kedushas of Kesser, it's good to, uh, to have that Kavan in mind, to be Mispal to Rabbani Shalom, that everything I've done this week, it should... I should uh, be able to access it. I should build upon it. If a person doesn't absorb the past week, then it's very hard to build on it because he's sort of just building on air. You know what I mean? When you absorb your kaiches, now you can move on. Just like the Zara said, Shabbos comes to the baby and now it solidifies its human life. Now it could access its neshama and so on and so forth. You have to always get that kuf of absorbing what you had and then you move on. That's why the Gemara says even that when a new parsha was given to Maish Rabbeinu, it was, the Rabbani Shalom always gave him time, he, the Rabbani Shalom told him mitzvah, the Rabbani Shalom gave him some, just an, a, form, a few minutes just to settle, and then a new mitzvah. Why? Because Moshe was, he was, it would have been too confusing, Moshe was very smart. He could have held cup. The answer is absorption time. Absorption time. Absorption time is very important, to be able to just to allow the mitzvahs and accomplishments to sink in, and that's what Shabbos is specific for that. So we should be zaychet to... Uh, to appreciate that, to absorb all kaiches and to become really alive and, and full and vite and uh, with vitality and so on. Bez Hashem, we should continue. All right, Ashakaich, everybody.